1: Well, hello, Ralph Feeders. I'm Mercer Mersimoff, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. Well, it is Monday. That means we're going to start your week off right with Dr. Andy. Good morning. Good morning, my friend. Are you ready? I'm to ready. save pets one pet at a time? Oh, fighting the good fight. How many years have you been fighting this fight? It'll be 20 in January. Who 20 years. Yes. 20 years. Let me ask you a question. What was your thought when you said, I want to be, Well, for, how did you end up being a chiropractor? What was it that made you say, I want to be an animal chiropractor?
0: Well, that's a funny, that's a good story. Um, so I didn't, okay, I got a C in organic chem. So I wasn't getting in that school which is what I wanted to do was go to veterinary school. And I didn't want to go back to organic chem. And I was working at a chiropractor's office. I grew up with chiropractic. My mother would take us to the chiropractor for colds and ear stuff. I mean, that's where we went. And so he goes, why don't you go to chiropractic school? And at 22, I went, okay, I could do that. No thought process whatsoever. They let me write in, which doesn't bode well for the chiropractic profession. Anyway, um, and halfway through that school, I'm like, I can't do this. I, I don't like people this much. Um, <laughs> this is not what I want to be doing. And I was actually researching how to transfer over to vet school and what I needed to do. And then I was trying to find someone to go tell my father that I just spent a hundred thousand dollars and now I <gasps> want to go, go spend another couple hundred thousand dollars and go to vet school. And at that point, a gentleman came in to talk to our class about his practice, which was all horses, dogs, and cats. And I went Oh, thank God there's th- cause there were these rumors of animal chiropractic. Cause if you think back 20 years ago, there was no Google, there was no website set up to go find out what animal chiropractic courses you can take. Right. Right. There was just these rumors that people did this. Right. And so this guy came in and I'm like, Oh, thank God. And so I shadowed him for the rest of my um, schooling career outside of Chicago And I had a condo there and I sold it and that money went to pay for my animal chiropractic course. And I went and did that immediately after I graduated and I'll be doing it 20 years come January.
1: Wow. So as a, as a kid, your mom was taking you to the chiropractor.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, That was my main doctor.
1: Oh yeah. My
0: mom was, she's a little wackadoodle, um, but she was (laughs) way ahead of her time. Like. I've never had a mercury filling in my mouth. She drove to a dentist that would do porcelain, um, forty years ago. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, she, so what she, was your mom? What was your mom studying that she knew all this I, stuff? You know what? I need to ask her because I think she would get like newsletters in the mail, and she would find a book here and there. Because again, no internet. She had, um, and she still does have environmental illness. So she, we never had any smelly stuff in the house. She was. She has a, some mental stuff too, and 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 she's difficult, but she was so ahead of the time. I mean, my brother used to throw temp, temper tantrums after macaroni, cheese, and hot dogs, right? And buns. She put him on a wheat-free diet when he was five, you know, 40 years ago, and wow. it fixed his behavior issues. Like, I don't know. I need to ask her, how did she even find this stuff back then?
1: Yeah, you you got to find out how she knew about this. And yeah. that's so amazing. So, does did your brother continue along the holistic eating line? Um no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm really the only one that really did. Which is interesting, right? Like I'm the one that kind of went down this path. The other ones I think just went the other way, like my mom's crazy, I'm not doing that. Um so, yeah, I mean, she, back in the day, they used to, like, f- they gave the vaccination cards to the parents, right? And it was filled out in pencil. She kind of got me some of my shots, which I'm so grateful for. And right. I think I've only been on antibiotics three times in my entire life. That's amazing. Because mm-hmm. she just, she was not do it.
1: Did you have surgeries that you had to have an antibiotic for? I did. I
0: had um, my wisdom teeth. I had, and then an- another oral surgery. So two oral surgeries. It wasn't, I don't think I've ever been on antibiotics for being, I wasn't on antibiotics when I was really little for being sick. And they made me so sick because I'm actually allergic to erythromycin. Didn't know that at the
1: time. Right, right. So I have a question for you about antibiotics in in humans. This is for humans. I want to ask this question. Mm -hmm. Would you take an antibiotic in a situation of just in case? So let's say that you've got Mm. some minor surgery that's going to go on and and you don't have an infection because you know what we know dr andy is this if if a a dog or a human is uh, the wounds cleaned out Mm -hmm. and then it is is stitched up Mm -hmm. and you keep it clean you shouldn't have a problem you should not but what happens is, is that everybody wants to put you on As a human, we see it in the dogs all the time, but as a human, they want to put you on antibiotics just in case. What do you Mm -hmm. think about that?
0: Uh, Well, what I did, because I, when I was volunteering at the uh, Aurora animal shelter for years, um, (laughs) I was helping with the cat. I wasn't even adjusting the cat. I was helping hold the cat and the cat lost its mind and bit right through like my finger. Right. Like, and you can kind of feel it swelling up in the joint and they gave me antibiotics, right. For that. And I never took them, but I had them in my, like my back pocket in case it got really bad. Right. But soaked it in Epsom salts, put on my essential oils. So I think I would be the one that would take them in my hand. I wouldn't put them in my body unless I absolutely, absolutely had to like the homeopathics didn't work or something just went completely sideways. Cause my point of view is if you have an immune system and you are generally in really good health, it should be able to handle it. And then just having them like on the counter over there, just in case is kind of a reassuring, right? You're right. We know, we know they work, they kill everything, which is the problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so interesting. Um, because I, I know People that the the least little thing mm-hmm. in their dog, right? You mm-hmm. got a little eye goopiness. Oh well, let's put mm-hmm. eye drops with antibiotics in the dog's eye. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've
0: had you know a couple tussles. My dogs going after each other, right? Like my last set of standard poodles and dobermans, and the doberman had a huge puncture wound in his chest, and everyone's like, going to the vet. I'm like, why? It's draining. It's all cleaned out. It's not pussy. I'm putting, I, I love for my animals. Um, it's essential oil, lavender. Mm-hmm. A it does. It doesn't taste good. B it does, Dogs don't really like the smell of it. So they don't mess with it as much, but it's antiviral and antibacterial and it doesn't burn. So it goes right in there, soaks into the area. That's all I did on it. This huge gaping wound never got infected but I'm looking for pus. I'm looking for redness and heat. That's a sign of infection. And then maybe it does need to be handled. Um, but until then, what let's give the body a shot at taking care of it itself.
1: Right. And, you know, Neely would say pus is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. That is a, you know, it's, it's It's, the body doing what it needs to do. So it's just all of this stuff that we've got to We've got to kind of step back. And again, you guys, we're not giving you medical advice here. We're just Mm-mm. saying what we would, you know, what yeah. we might do. Just giving you some ideas to think about, to research. Yes. It be, inform yourself on what you're comfortable with, with your own animal. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. The one thing I want to talk about, because we've got Thanksgiving coming up pretty soon, Dr. Wow. Andy is a bone broth and turkey bone broth. Now here's a question for you. What's so daggum good about bone broth?
0: (laughs) Well, we suck out all of those um, important nutrients out of the cartilage and the bones that actually support when you give it to your animals, their joints and bones. So again, instead of running off to the processed glucosamines, you can actually give your dogs a whole food product that you can make at home.
1: Yeah. You know, one thing I have seen about the supplement glucosamine and chondroitin, um, look at the inactive ingredients. A lot of times that stuff's just not good. It's just it's not good. Not very effective and it's not great.
0: And it's my understanding. There's not actually any studies in people that have really proven that glucosamine is that effective.
1: Right. Right. So just suck on a d- duck head or a turkey. Oh
0: yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But so, uh, I, well, if you, well, you know, um, to each his own on that, but you can hand, and that's why some of your blends that have the chicken feet in it, or just giving the chicken feet or the duck feet or the duck heads, all, and especially the feet because of the joints, all the joints that are in there, all the cartilage that's in there that supports your animal's joints. That's a whole food product that your body knows what to do with, with no other added ingredients.
1: Yeah. You know, and the other thing that's really good and we, Uh, have it in the air dried form, but that's trachea, right? The trachea Mm -hmm. yes, um, Yes. has a high level of glucosamine. Now we used to have the raw trachea. um, And and that was, if you can find it, that's great. The one thing I would say about raw trachea though, I am not a fan of how people would leave it in its like whole form and then cut it and then pack it with food because to me that's like a rubber band right so i always said cut that trachea so that they're so that it's not a whole circle right yeah yeah, I, yeah. because then it can it can get stuck mm-hmm. but um do you do you make bone broth at home very often or do you buy it
0: i i buy it. i don't buy it um, make- if I, I make it yeah i do a lot more of it in the winter just because it's easier, uh, or it's warmer, or, you know, I want the house warm. I don't know. It's just psychologically. I do more bone broth in the winter than I do in the summer. That's just me. I'm just kind of weird that way. Um, I, I, use the Instapot. Um, I use your chicken feet that I get from you guys. I use duck feet from you guys. And I do use the Turkey carcass from our Turkey every year. I save it. And if you don't want to get to it right away, throw it in the freezer, rinse it off pretty good put it in a ziplocky
1: market, throw it in the freezer and you can get to it in a few weeks, but don't throw it out. So if you have leftover turkey carcasses, mm-hmm. you just throw those in the pot and, and that's how you make the bone broth. I've never made bone broth. I yeah. It's
0: super easy. I throw in garlic I'm, I could pull up the recipe. I'm just doing this off the top of my head, Um, and it's the apple cider vinegar that you add that pulls out all of the nutrients out of the bones and joints and the cartilage, and so it'll come out. And once it, it it smells, I used to use it in the in the slow cooker. Put that in the garage. Just warning you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. But the the Instapot is amazing. and so much faster and it doesn't smell as bad because it's not cooking for 12 hours, which actually you want to do. And I don't know, oh God, which recipe Keisha put in the email. I'll have to look for you guys. I might um, send out a follow-up with the Instapot recipe because then you're not cooking the fat that is in there for 12 hours either. Cause you will, you'll find some conflicting reports out there that if you're making bone broth and you're, you're low cooking this fat, you're actually making the fat rancid. And so the InstaPot's actually a better option. I don't know. You see so many conflicting arguments on that, that it could make your head spin on that. Um, but either way, garlic, apple cider, vinegar, water, cover the bones and let it go. And then when it comes out, it's almost like jelly. It's almost like jiggly. Um, because that's your gelatin, that's your um, support for all the joints.
1: Yeah, there's so many things that you can put in there that people do put in there. There are things like kelp, uh, mm-hmm. like yeah. garlic, I've done that. root, uh, burdock root, shiitake. Mm-hmm. Some people call those shit take, but they are called shiitake. <laughs> <laughs> shiitake mushrooms. Yeah. Um, so you can put all of that stuff in there. But you know, the 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 bone broth is so good. In so many ways, so like if your dog is not feeling well, right? Let's Mm -hmm. say it's got digestive issues, you got poop issues, whatever. Uh, But you want to keep your dog hydrated. Bone broth is a great thing for dogs that aren't feeling well. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, if the system just needs a break, got flared up some way or another. um, Yeah, but a lot of pet parents aren't comfortable without with giving nothing. So it's a great in between, right? It's easy to digest You warm it up. It smells
1: pretty good and, and it's hydrating. Did you know that I was reading an article where it was talking about that bone broth, bone broth, if your dog has leaky gut, okay. So leaky gut where you have these little tiny holes in the intestinal lining. And so, um, you know, food particles can, pass through there and then cause all types Mm -hmm. of problems. So it says that bone broth is loaded with this gooey substance that you were talking about, and that can help plug up those leaky Mm -hmm. holes. That gelatin stuff can help plug up the leaky holes. Yep. Yeah.
0: And it works in people the same way.
1: Yes. Okay. So here, here's true
0: confessions. I ordered duck feet, chicken feet from raw dog food and company. I make up the bone broth. I put my own in a couple different jars the dogs and I eat the same bone broth.
1: (laughs) There you go. I mean, there's so there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's a doggy bone broth versus a human. Now I will say that that sometimes people put the onions and stuff in
0: there. Correct. And the the human bone broth that you buy will always have onions in it. So you cannot give that bone broth to the animals, to the dogs. You can't do it. And every single human one that I've found has onions in it. I know it's cheaper. Sorry, folks. Um, don't do it.
1: Right. Just just make your own. The it. garlic is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Garlic is fine. Hey, bone broth will also help guys um, detox the liver. Okay. And as you know, um, the liver is the master organ of detoxification. Mm-hmm. So, um so bone broth is going to help that as well. And it's a whole food. It's a whole yep. food. Yep. So this is yep. why we like the bone broth. And yeah, Dr. Indy, I hope that maybe uh, you send that recipe out again for all yeah. types. And then you guys, you got Thanksgiving coming up. You got Christmas coming up. Um, th- This is a great time for you to be able to help aid your dog's um ligaments their digestive uh, tract their leaky gut their liver detox all you got to do is make bone broth it's amazing stuff it's amazing stuff if you want dr andy's recipe just email her okay dr andy because i know better um, <laughs> <laughs> how should they email me Yeah. Well, wait, I want to make sure that everybody knows every Tuesday night at 6 PM mountain time, it's mountain time. Dr. Andy also has her live where you can ask her questions about bone broth, about chiropractic work, about a raw diet. So all the ways Dr. Andy that people can get in touch with you, tell them how to do it.
0: All right. So that YouTube live is on my channel, which is Dr. Andy's world on YouTube. So find that, um, if you're feeling generous, I would love for you to to, to like the channel, um, get the notifications. We gotta feed the YouTube beast. It loves that too. So we can get this information out across the land. And then if you want to get a hold of me, you can send me an email at animalmagiccare at gmail.com. You can head over to my website, animalmagiccare.com, and you can there's a little, you know, what did it look? call those things. You can write in there and I'll get that email too. Um, you can also book appointments if you're in the Denver area, and then we can do, um, virtual zoom calls anywhere. If you just want to have a chat about something chiropractic or raw feeding or,
1: or whatever. And if you're on my website, Dr. Andy is in the expert section in the Learning Center. She's in the expert section because she's an expert. I've <laughs> been doing it 20 years. Oh, that yeah. makes you an expert. Uh, it just does. All right, everybody, get your dog on a species-appropriate diet. How do you do that? If you're overwhelmed, go to my contact page and I'm overwhelmed and I will help you. But get that diet right. Go to rawdogfoodandco.com where your pet's health is our business And friends, don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to RawDogFoodAndCompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business.
0: Just snap.